Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Well, it's time to welcome back Anne and Renata. And today I wanted to bring to the table something that has come up for me um, in the last few days. And as women, we're pretty good at taking this on board and that is guilt tripping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I've had some experience with it. You know, uh, a family member was sort of laying it on pretty thick. And um, what it involved me doing was it was around my boundaries. Now, um, so I just felt that I'd set some quite reasonable boundaries and that um, they were sort of – I was being asked to bend those boundaries uh, in a way that would be detrimental to me. And – you know, it wasn't unreasonable. It was a it was a time sensitive thing, and I'd been really um, clear about what I could do and what I couldn't do, yep. and um, and then I had this guilt trip laid on me, and it really hit me heavy because you know we we want to be we want to please people, and we want to you know um, do the right thing and be as flexible as we possibly can, but I guess not at the expense of uh, our own standards and values and boundaries. Yes, it's a really difficult one, this one, mm. because the, the reason why you felt bad about that was because you had a little bit of a twinge of guilt making the decision you made anyway. Sure. So yeah. they've just picked at that little sore that yes. was deep down inside you and gone, oh, I, can, I might be able to use this to manipulate you. Mm. Okay. Renata, thoughts? Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, again, when you put this in perspective, um, men have always been able to say, no, I can't. And end of story. It's like there's the the gate shut. Sorry, can't even have a discussion anymore. Women have always been the the soft targets. We're we're the nurturers. We're the ones that are supposed to be, supposed to be there for everyone at all times, uh, in a thousand places at once, which all of us do really, really well when you consider how much pressure is on us at this point in time to be mothers, daughters, uh, lovers, uh, workmates, all of this sort of stuff. But we're coming to a point, I think, where we're all feeling just so overwhelmed with all of these hats we're supposed to wear. And then the crunch comes and someone throws in something and you go in your head, I just can't do this, I can't do this. And then they stick the knife in. And they turn it yeah. into a place where it becomes emotional disaster and you go, oh, I'm going to bend. I'm going to bend. I can't. I can't have this guilt on my shoulders because I've already got too much on my shoulders. And so we give. We give in. Yeah. And I think it's really um, poignant to point out that if we go back you know, a thousand years or whatever it was, there wasn't the concept of a nuclear family. There was a village. Yeah. And we've all heard the the saying, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. And quite literally back then it did, you know. It wasn't all put on the mum. So now we have this nuclear family. So the Industrial Revolution, thanks so much. We have this this thing where it's, it's all in a nuclear family. But Again, that's evolved into we can't survive on one income. So we now have uh, we're working, we're trying to hold down a career, we're trying to be our own person, we're trying to be a mother, we're trying Mm -hmm. to be a lover, we're trying to be all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I think as a society, particularly coming out of this lockdown when we all had time to kind of stop and sort of take stock, that we're we're coming into this, this 
phase where we're all going, um, hello, uh, this this just isn't sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, 150 years ago, our task was to be a mother. That was it. We mm. were we were to be married and to bring in the next generation into the world. And I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm sure Renata's not saying that that is our place. Yes, at mm. all. Absolutely we can not. Do so much more. Of course mm. we can. And look, if we if we're in a fun, if we're lucky enough to be in a financial position and we don't we don't covet that career, that's also it's all choice. It's it's still a full time job, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. You know. But now. The majority of us are trying to do this full-time job with a full-time job. And <laughs> hello, it's not working. No, no. And have you noticed that it always comes down to the mother to have to bend? Yep. Yes. It's, it's like we've got the father's career, we've got the mother's career. It's the, the mother that needs to bend to fix the situation. If the kids are off sick, the mother needs to stay well, home. Well, I was just about to yes. say, let's look at the percentage. True. When you get that call from sick bay, let's look at the percentage yep. of mums who pick up as opposed to dads, yep. whether they're at work or not. And, you know, I know that we're, we're not like – you know, I shave under my armpits, um, but I'm not a militant feminist. <laughs> I'm just not sure where that came from. Yeah. Thanks well, for sharing. you know, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, there are parts to my femininity that I absolutely embrace and I love being a woman, but there are also parts that the mental load is just too much for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, people will see this as a soft target and they will use it. And this is why employers sometimes find it hard to employ women. Uh, and when it comes to, and I've seen this as a tarot card reader, where people come in and uh, women come in and say, I'm, I'm, I applied for this job and I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I had the best um, recommendations. I've got, I've got the most training in the, in the space. I've got this and I've got that and I didn't get it. And I say, well, who got it? A man got it. And you go, oh, well. I guess that shows you your position in, you know, the business that you are in and, you know, there may be not much that you can do about that. So you either hang with it and go, well, this is this is about as much as I can do or you look for something else. So that glass ceiling, that invisible ceiling in some places is still very, very real. And mm. there's there's awesome men out there as well. Yeah, we're not bagging all men. Yeah, no, we're not definitely. bagging all men. Like, my no. husband is amazing, but mm. I can tell you that if I have um, organised to go away and work for the weekend and uh, then something comes up that he has to go and work for the weekend, he'll say, uh, oh, I'm no longer able to feed the animals. Um, what what will we do about that? I said, well, that's your problem. Mm. I Got in first. I got in first. This is now your issue. You deal with it. And he does. Mm. So uh, I think a lot of it, and this is, we're coming back to the um, emotional blackmail or the, uh, whatever you want to call it, the, what we were talking about. Mm. (laughs) I can't remember. Yeah. But it's this manipulation um, where you just have to choose what you want to do. And understand that if there are consequences from it, you're okay with it. Don't let yourself be triggered into guilt because you made the best decision for you at that moment in time. Uh, And look, the people who are trying to manipulate you may not realise all the other factors that you have considered on making this decision. Mm. So we need to stand in our power and go, look, I hear what you're saying. 
But that's not the best thing for me. My God, what am I doing? I'm talking sensible. Well, I know. And you know what? Like, I know that you're probably out there thinking, this isn't tarot. We'll get to it. But what is really interesting is, is that it does actually tie in with your spirituality and your values and um, where you want to position yourself in the world. And these are all things that on our spiritual and growth journey – yeah, mm. we we have to sort out. Mm. So I really value these little discussions that we've started having every second Friday. Yeah. Um, in addition to to the the tarot readings that we do, because they do sort of bring um, bring a, a little bit of light into what is going on in the world and how that applies to us, and getting a little bit firmer on where we sit with things. Mm. I think I think we've grown up. Um, kind of thinking that we need permission to do something and waiting for someone to say, yes, actually you can do this. Uh, Otherwise we sort of sit in our little cocoon and go, well, you know, this is all that there is and I'm not even going to raise my voice and ask for something different. And, you know, and that is what tarot is all about. Tarot is there to uh, enlighten you. It's to enlighten you about the opportunities that are there that you may have not been wanting to see or may have seen and gone, that's not for me. It's it's for everyone else in the world, but I can't do that. And so the question then is, well, why can't you? Let's have a look at why you think you can't do something. And you need to walk out of tarot, just like out of this conversation, feeling that you can have those opportunities. They are available to you just like they are available to everybody else. That's exactly it. And I think that that's what I love about uh, the tarot that, you know, both of you do. I mean, Renata, you read from uh, the traditional tarot and Anne, you, you read from the Frightfully Good cards, is that sometimes it isn't a yes or no answer. You no, know, am I going to get married? True. Yes or no. No, it gives you thing. it gives you food for thought. And then you have to go away, process that information and work out where you sit in the world mm-hmm. with what has been brought through in the cards. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. Spot on. And yeah. I actually learned about this from one of my um, researchers when I was researching into uh, Wicca and uh, witchcraft. Yeah. And part of their ethics and their beliefs is that uh, you make the decision and your decision will ripple. So it's like dropping a pebble into a pond and then you watch those ripples move out. You just have to own it. You yep. don't, don't need to justify it. You just own it. And whatever consequences come from it, that's okay. Absolutely. I love it. Ladies, we will be back with the Naughty and Nice Tarot very shortly. But thank you for this discussion. If that is something that is resonating with you and you're having a little bit of a guilt trip and your mental load's off the charts, we hope we've given you something to think about. Think about your values and what's important to you and stick with them. We'll be right back with Anna Renata very shortly on Naughty and Nice Tarot here on The Juice. Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Whoop, whoop, it's time for our tarot reading. I always get excited. Now, um, this is how it goes. Um, So you have to pick a number between one and three. Renata and Anne are going to draw three cards. Now, do not change your number based on what they come out with. That is not how this works. You pick a number, one, two, or three, whatever you gravitate to, whatever pops into your head first is what you should go with. Go with your gut. And then the girls are going to be reading what the card means. And 
I've done this now for a fair few weeks and let me tell you, every number that I pick, it's something that I've needed to hear, whether I want to hear it or not. However, because it is my show, I always get a card. And today, ladies, I would like to know about my living situation within the next year. Because I've been living out of bags. I'm just I'm just a little not literally, I'm not couch surfing everybody. I'm fine. I'm not homeless. Um but yeah, look, it's it's been a little bit all over the place and a bit discombobulating and it's been a while since I've, you know, had a go bag ready to go, but here I am. So uh, yeah, I'd like to know. Uh how's that looking? Well, I've got the sun card for you, so it's looking good. Okay. So cool. whenever you're ready to make a decision about what you want to do next, go for it. Right. Oh, that was a bit short and sweet, wasn't yeah. it? That's that's what the sun card is all about. Um, yeah. Okay. On okay. To, on to me, obviously. <laughs> um, I, mine is one that we've drawn already. Uh, I think you need to meditate the shit out of that one. Um, right. And I, yeah, I drew this for someone else this morning, and mm. it was like you've just got to really sit down and think: what is it you want in life? Yeah. What what what, what do you first? want? And then go do it. Yeah. What comes first: the change in house or? career or what 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 happens first set one thing in motion and i find that people come in with this question a lot and they think that if they change everything if i change my house if i change my job if i change my lover if i change this it will all be fine and they get so caught up in this change that they can't do anything because they're trying to change everything yeah just change one thing first what's the most important thing for you yeah, okay. Well, it's not my housing situation. <laughs> I just wanted to know. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Number one, two, or three, everybody. Do not change your number. Okay. What am I going with? Okay, I got I, it. I remember last week when Ada didn't pick anything. We need to make sure she picks something. Yeah, yeah pick I'm, something. I'm picking two. Right. I'm picking two. Well, I wasn't going to tell you what I'm going to pick, but uh, right. I'm, I've got mine. Okay. Do you want me I've, to tell you what it is? Yeah. One. Mine too. Oh. Oh, snap again. Didn't oh. we do that last we week? We did. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I wish you'd picked something else. Oh, but never mind. shit. Why is it that well, I get – it's me. I'm cursed. I get the bad <laughs> cards all, all the time. Now, well, this is just – this is a card. This is a Horophant card. And the Horophant card at the moment is saying to you, stay within the lines. Stay within your parameters. If you stick your head too far out, it's going to be chopped off because there are people beyond this situation or the situations that you are in at the moment that are making rules and regulations that you that they want everyone else to follow. And so if you don't follow them, there are going to be consequences. And that's in their little pea brains. That's in their little minds because they don't know how to handle people who have different ideas or who don't work in parameters like that. Mm. So it's their inability to be able to cope in their situations um, that are making you feel bound or in a in a bound situation so be work very tentatively at the moment and just see if you can feel into who is setting uh, these um, boundaries around you these these laws and these rules and regulations and whether it is possible to maneuver within them or not Right. They're not trying to guilt trip you by any chance, are they? <laughs> um, all right. So my card is saying love what you do and do what you love. Right. Find your passion. Mm. Now, that's that's a really important card because um, many of us aren't happy in what we're doing. So you've got to find what you do and then do that and try to make a career out of it. That's what we've done. Yeah. Yeah. And look, you know, I've really watched 
you were in a completely different field. Oh, I was. I was in the wedding industry. You were. Poor you. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, can I just say that my son said that he they're hopefully getting married um, on Saturday. Um, this will be the third time lucky. Yeah. Um, after so many traumas with freaking Rona, the bride yep. got Rona a couple of days before they were going to get married, so yep. it got canned again. Um, he said that he is traumatised by weddings after growing up in my household because he had to listen to everything I went on about for 25 years dealing with brides and their... You had some bridezillas, mate. Uh, and motherzillas. Oh, yep. boy. <laughs> yeah. And my favourite one was every time you got asked to do the scene out of love, actually, <laughs> like with all the musicians popping yep. up in the middle of the yep. church. Yeah. No, yeah. Realities, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you know what? I I totally would have asked for that because that's my favourite movie. and But I know not to because I've heard you try to explain to people that it just doesn't actually work in practice. That's Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but, look, you know, you were very brave and you made like a complete career switch yep. and it's working for you and I can see that your work really lights you up now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. What are you laughing at? I'm just laughing at the whole bridezilla thing. <laughs> oh, you've got no idea. I could do a whole show on what I've been through. You know what we should. I, I, can, I can imagine. Can you please? I reckon that's an after right. dark show. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah that's I'm, hilarious. Right. Like some I'll of the that. stories. Yeah. that's. I'd forgotten about all that. Oh. Wow. Okay. Uh, Anne hasn't by the look in her no, eyes. No, she definitely hasn't. <laughs> PTSD. Yep. <laughs> yep. Number two. So if you chose number two, you have the star card, another really important card. So as the Hierophant was um, about looking at how you can manoeuvre around rules and regulations, the star card is about your vulnerability. And if you want to shine, if you want to be someone who holds the spotlight, you have to be able to be open to people seeing a little bit of your soul, seeing mm. a part of you, because that is the only thing that people have left at the moment to look at uh, what reality really is. Because social media makes everything look perfect, um, we live in a world where we are always trying to be like everyone else, that perfect vision that we see on social media. So when you show yourself in your real skin, in the reality with all the ups and downs, there's a part of you that says, I will lose people or I might gain people who understand that this is real life. Mm. So that's going to be your choice to make. Love it. Okay, on to the uh, Frightfully Good, Naughty and Nice Oracle cards available at frightfullygood.com. Uh, <laughs> I just had to get a plug in. I love it. Um, the, now, this is a nice card. The angels are looking after you. You are one lucky mother chucker. Yep. I love your mother chucker. I know. All I have to say, I can't say what's written on the card. Just yeah. be aware if you do buy, buy these cards, $25, uh, that <laughs> they do have some swear words in them. They're a little bit blunt. But, of course, on Louise's show, we always try to keep the potty mouth out. Yeah, well, this one. Yeah. Not the after dark one. <laughs> so, no, everything's looking good for you. And um, if you, you trust your decisions, just keep taking steps forward. You're going to make it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. awesome. I love it. Okay, three. Okay, number three. I've got to look at this one because I picked this one. It's awful. It's an awful card. (laughs) Well, in that case, you're going to love what goes with it. Mine. (laughs) This is about squirrelling. Oh. Oh. (laughs) 
Can I just say, I work with Renata. That is a very appropriate card. Yep. And uh, you can never stay on topic. You're you're always wandering uh, everywhere because everything is freaking important to you. And you go, that's important and that's important and just fear of missing out, this FOMO of information, this FOMO of uh, missing out on something. So you want to be involved in everything. And in the end, you're just juggling so many balls that you can't really be involved in anything to a great depth because you've always got 20 other tasks to be doing. And this is the life that we are all leading at the moment. But whoever chose number three at this point in time, you guys are masters of squirreling. Absolute masters, and you're speaking to the ma- the mistress of all because mm-hmm. I squirrel just beautifully. Ooh, <laughs> listen sparkly. to our True Hauntings Ooh, podcast. Shiny, oh, sparkly. Yeah, listen to our True Hauntings podcast <laughs> and see how we just meander off the subject. I have to say, I do like the one we did the other week where you were talking about the um, the aerobics class. We did uh, <laughs> one on Smithwick Bars oh, yeah. and on the UK, which is a haunted location apparently. And um, she was saying, you know, they do exercise classes there and they had a class called the Fat Blasters class, but she accidentally <laughs> said the Fat Bastards class. <laughs> 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 I just about peed my pants. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) What a marketing strategy that is, the fat bastard. But do you know, I would go to that class. If somebody ran a fat bastard class, I would go because I would know my people were there. Oh, yeah. Oh, the the moment I said it, I just cracked up and I thought, oh, "Oh, my my eyes didn't even read fat blasters. (laughs) They just read fat blasters. Bastards. I love it. All right. Oh, my card. Back on track. My card. Uh, Renata, I'm just going to say it directly looking into your okay. eyes. Yep. It's time to let that shit go. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I can't. You can. Or you're, you're, you're hanging on to absolutely everything in case that might be the thing. Yes. That might be the thing. Yes. No, you've got to let it go. Choose the things that ah. are actually working and cut the rest away. It is time. This is the advice that you right. gave me two weeks ago, Renata yeah, Daniel. I know, I know, I know. Well, I know. I'm just saying. Step up, woman. Yeah, we need a skip in. <laughs> yeah, a bloody big one yeah, too. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, between the two of us, or yeah. three of us. <laughs> if you want to hear more of these hilarious ladies, you can head to Spooky Sundays at eight pm every Sunday, and also we'll give our podcasts a bit of a plug. Uh, Spooky Sundays and After Dark, which is my show that I do that for everything that's too spicy for daytime radio, is available now on Deezer, Spotify or iTunes. Get on it. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us once again. Thank you, my darling. Thank you.